Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 315. You know what? I miss penis. What a dick. What are you talking about? Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. You know what? I miss cuz a slap a What a dick. It's showtime. W. ATP. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. It's the Cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has a legal team that is bored out of their fucking minds. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who is .4278 of a Vinny. It's Trucker Andy, everybody. Hey, let's talk shit. Also with us today, a man who's obsessed with Jerry Banfield. It's Andy's brother, Joe. What's up, hey, Joe? Hey, thanks for having me back. I've been uh, eating bologna in the car, getting all hyped up. Get your NG together. NG up. Please go to whoarethese.com, a brand new website, thanks to Prometheus Information Systems. Find them at prometheus.systems. And check out our brand new website where you can get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Also, on the new website, we have a uh, whole video section on there. So all the videos that we put out, you can find on whoarethese.com. Also, September 17th is the roast of Carl and Vinny right here in beautiful scenic Rochester, New York. And I'm excited to announce, come in. If you're coming in from out of town, come in Friday because on the 16th, the Isotels will be playing at the Beer Park. And so you won't want to miss all of those shenanigans. I'll be there. That are going on. We'll see. Probably not. Yeah. I know. I'd, I'd be surprised. <laughs> I have to be there. That's also, funny because our band, I said, why don't we play the beer park and the other band that's not the Isotopes, and somehow now the Isotopes are playing there. You think I took your I idea <laughs> and stole it the gig away? Yeah. Uh, always check out Buzz Myers, wherever you get fine music, Andy and my band, uh, B-U-Z-Z-M-I-R-E-S. Is how you find that. Easy to find. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called I Way with Jamila Jamil. We have all listened to this separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. The show hosted by Jamila Jamil. I listened to the most recent episode that came out yesterday with Laura Bates as the guest. And I'm going to start it off with the clip that I think sums up the show for me. It is so... So depressing. This show is a bummer. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. I don't know who's listening to this, but they they can't be well. Actually, I do know who's listening to it because at the very end of the episode, she reads this listener letter 
that came in, and I was not surprised by any of this. Here is an Iway from one of our listeners. I weigh my two dogs who are the loves of my life. I weigh my love for books, which let me travel to magical places and experience life in so many different ways. I weigh battling depression on a daily basis and sometimes emerging as the victor. I weigh my softness, despite having been hurt so often. I weigh my compassion and my kindness. I weigh still being here, although it gets really dark and lonely. Beautiful. Stop listening to this podcast. It's <laughs> bumming you out. I weigh 300 plus pounds and I can't leave my house. I'm sorry. Did they turn it? I weigh into a noun. Here's an I weigh. Yeah, I, I guess. Just fucking heard? Is there a clip that sums up the show for you, Andy? Sure. Yes. Uh, clip eight. What the show is all about. Hello and welcome to another episode of I weigh with Jamila Jamil, a podcast against shame. So it's against shame. Okay. No shame in this game. But then right after that, maybe like 30 seconds into the show, clip 10. This is me saying that these same senators claim to care so much about the lives of children, about the lives of citizens, about the futures of all these people they haven't even met yet. And yet they won't do a single thing in over two decades since Columbine. They won't do anything. Shame, shame. Yes. Oh, okay. So there's some shame. She doesn't have shame, but she shames everyone else. Yeah. Is what this comes down to. I speak shame to power. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Shame on power. Mm -hmm. I also thought it was interesting because I weigh, I-W-E-I-G-H, people thought that maybe this was a a show about fatties or something. Like, Mm -hmm. this woman's a model. Yeah. Yeah. With really nice cans. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, 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 The can situation is on point. Because the the, the image of, of the pod or whatever is yeah. with a measuring tape or something so i right. don't know with body issues or something i don't, I know. don't know but she's gorgeous it starts off with over three thousand calories of advertising no matter what your day holds a trip to starbucks can put you in a happy summer state of mind and now you can enjoy starbucks new chocolate cream cold brew it's bold chocolatey creamy and delicious take a sip to turn up the dial on any summer day and make the most of every moment get it at your favorite starbucks or on the starbucks app magnum ice cream is the ultimate chocolate ice cream indulgence made with belgian chocolate 33 to 68 percent cacao and velvety ice creams introducing magnum duets the first ice cream bar to be dipped in two Different types of chocolate for one unique bite. Magnum ice cream is available at stores nationwide. Visit magnumicecream.com slash US to learn more or on Instagram at Magnum Ice Cream. So chocolate coffee and ice cream were the first two advertisements. I gotta start a podcast just called Fat Fuckers. I weigh a thousand pounds. Yeah, let's just try to get as much advertising as we can from Ash, these people. Ash wishes she had these sponsors. The other thing about the title, I, I was texting uh, Joe and Carl. Um, you can't does she know that you can spell I and weigh multiple different oh, ways? I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know where the it. fuck to find this. What am I do, What yeah, am I yeah. looking for? And it's nothing but Sarah Silverman energy on this, right? Correct. It's ju- it, I don't know who, like, I listen to podcasts so I can get away from my miserable life. Right. I don't want to listen to a podcast where nobody's having any fun whatsoever. Why would you listen to There's that? There's no hope. It's all despair. Right. The world is over. Everything sucks. And this woman... Laura Bates, who's the guest on this show, holy shit, she is a downer. She writes these books where there's this book that she wrote, Fix the System, Not the Women. (laughs) Fix the System, Not the Women. This is your new book, and I'm dying to talk to you about it because it's about the systemic oppression. I have a new book. It's called Nothing is My Fault Either. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's like, well, all right, women are not the problem at all. It's, it's men. It's this systematic sexism and misogyny. Oh, right. and- well, we listened to one with a different guest, uh, Aaron Gibson. Uh-huh. And it's a, the same. I tried to find Aaron Gibson. It was like she wrote a book called Feminasty or something like that. And she's Clever. a Hollywood, Hollywood producer. These are all 
privileged yes. women from Hollywood that have everything yeah. and are not in touch with reality. Joe, did you? What did you pick up about this show? Do you have a clip? I guess with Erin Gibbons, I don't know what her name was. It my clip one is um, their funny names that they come up. With. This is how funny it is. I knew it was going to happen, and I knew Kavanaugh was a fucking liar. I knew mm. I. You know, I went to college with Amy like Phony that. Barrett for good sake. We have gone through several iterations of what we call her um, on my show. We started with Amy Clowny Butthole, but I think <laughs> now we're going to stick with Amy Cummy Blanket. That's good too. <laughs> yeah. And we call Cavano Cavan. We call Kavanaugh Cavanaugh. Oh my god! But these we call him Beer Cavanaugh. <laughs> That's the right reaction to that. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say, oh. more clever than anything something John's ever come up with. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Marjorie Trailer Green, yeah. but Jamil, like, she was just like, oh, yeah. Like, it was just like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, good luck. It's not funny at all, yeah. right? But the thing that stands we out. We call her cum blanket. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's not bad. That wasn't bad. I'm happy with that one. But the thing I don't know that, what we're talking about. I'm like, yeah, that's a good name for her. <laughs> what a cum blanket. The thing that really stood out to me at the beginning of that clip was um, I knew it. I knew it. I knew this. I knew that. I knew it all the time. I know everything. Oh yeah, yeah. That's this. That's this podcast. Well, their assumption is that men are always lying. Yeah. And so it's like, of course they know it. Yeah. yeah of I course. Knew it. I knew. Well, it. I have a quiz for you guys because you guys probably have not listened to the most recent episode. Can you guess why Jamila hasn't been online lately? Why is she avoiding the internet? Any guesses from the room? Any guesses at all? Her neighbor turned off their internet. She got a new <laughs> vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't real guesses yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's find out the answer. I don't think people should have memed this and become TikTok famous from impersonating moments from this incredibly sad trial about two very un unstable people in a very unstable and deeply upsetting and scary relationship. <laughs> Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is bumming her out. It's the uh, only funny thing going on in the world right now. I it's thought she was still hilarious. talking about the Rovers Wade trial. <laughs> yeah. No. She's talking about the only thing that's funny and it's bumming her out. And she's the only person I know who's getting depressed by this. Yeah, who's yeah. bummed it's out great. about it? Who, oh, yeah, I, I want a mega pint of wine. I mean, I mean, what's this? I couldn't believe it went six weeks. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. One more week. One yeah, more week. Bring her back in the stand. Let's go. Let's go. And I don't think people really understand yet how much damage they've done by trivializing it like this. I don't think they understand the knock-on effect of making this a punchline, of making the name Amber Heard a punchline. And I'm not going to get into the specifics. I didn't even really follow the trial in any great detail because I found the whole thing so... Depressing. Oh, it's just too depressing. You don't understand why Amber Heard is a punchline, right? She's shit in a bed. Right. Yes. That's I, hilarious. It's pretty funny. I, I shit the bed the other day. I told everybody about it. It's, yeah. really, I mean, it's, it's the funniest thing you've it's ever funny. done. Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's like, I don't know why uh, this is what people are focused on, but she talked about it in the episode we listened to mm -hmm. also, clip five. And if we just apply any of the energy that we do, on TikTok NG. to getting deep into Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's fucking receipts. Like, we have more than the capacity to find the truth. Yeah, but it's not as fun. The truth isn't as fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Who gives a fuck about the yeah. truth. And, yeah, yeah, actually, clip six. This is the answer to why people don't focus on that. Like, do something yeah. you like while you do this, you know? I mean, it's, it's daunting. It's not, it's not exciting. 
Yeah, Just it's not exciting. <laughs> Amber Heard is a crazy hot bitch that's shitting in beds, and Johnny Depp is drinking mega pints. Are they running for mayor? Because I'll vote for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, they're they're exciting. Exciting. Why don't people care about the L.A. mayoral election? <laughs> and all they care about is Johnny Depp. Okay, well. Well, is Hell Sparks in the running for that? Because if he wins, and I'm all in on that. That'd be pretty fucking cool. All right, so she is kind of a little bit uh, obsessed with um, with this Johnny Depp trial because it is it is interesting. But um, she wants to let everybody know that there's a reason why people are rooting for Johnny Depp over Amber Heard. Only the woman's aggressions and microaggressions and slip-ups and fuck-ups are, are turned into popular comedy content and, and a witch hunt. But we always seem to have such a sympathetic reason behind a man's terrible behavior. He's always just passionate or he was unstable and, and, and sad and an addict. And we just have so much of a more sympathetic tone for men. We should just look at that. We always give men a pass. Is that what she's trying to say? That there's never a witch hunt? Harvey Weinstein, Andrew Cuomo, Louis C.K., Matt Lauer, Brian Singer, Brett Kavanaugh, Les Moonves, Charlie Rose, James Franco, Aziz Ansari, Russell Simmons, El Franken, Brian Callen, Brett Ratner, Jeremy Piven, Kevin Spacey, Deshaun Watson. Good group. I mean, yeah, fine, fine people. Sounds like a party. Good people on both sides, but what the fuck is she talking about? She really sees the world through just one way, and that is that women are always oppressed and men are always the asshole and the aggressor, and this is such a great segue out of her Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial discussion. But anyway, speaking of sexism, <laughs> today I have such an extraordinary person on the podcast. I've been a fan of hers for well over a decade. Speaking of sexism, you guys are going <laughs> to love the guests I have on today. And she does this thing where she does this like coming up on the on the show today. And normally you want to say things that are interesting. You're like, oh, we'll talk about the new Star Wars. You know, something you're like, oh, I want to hear what they have to say about that. This is her version of it. We discuss the whole movement. We discuss how we met. We discuss how the system is failing women. We discuss how institutional misogyny is. We do, I just want to offer you a trigger warning. We do talk about rape in this episode and sexual assault. And so we don't talk about it in any particularly graphic way, but it does come up. Why is this hot broad so sad and mad? That's, That's a great good. question. I, I She's love, very successful. I love British people telling me about America. There's That's a lot my of that. favorite part yes. about it. And I mean, she is aware of that fact, but it's just all. Can you explain to me, America? I, do I have to? Fuck off. <laughs> You've been here. Just, just yeah. observe. For years. <laughs> yeah, you know what's happening. All right. So then she gets into um, the police. I guess the police are all against women now, too. The way that police fail us, how much scary misogyny and and endangerment to women lies amongst the police you're not black men all yeah, right i was gonna say They're, she's trying to take every victim right yeah. possible They're gunning like, down women in the street no, no, I'm not right? seeing that. yeah no no i think that maybe she's overplaying her hand here a little bit yeah. don't you think it's like okay there are some issues here but when you say like everything is an issue then nothing is yeah right right, right. It's a little bit too much yeah, yeah. you're a successful Hollywood actress, you're maybe the least depressed person in the world. So, but she does know up. one thing. Yeah. It's a really fascinating episode. I disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found it mostly boring, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I, I found, uh, you know, I had, I had a bone to pick with her in my clip one, Carl. No, none of us are perfect. So let's stop. And people can turn around. Obama's, uh, you know, campaign 
he it, when he was running, you know, in the running to become president at first, he said that he be- he believed that marriage should be between a man and a woman. And he was the one who ushered in equal marriage, equal rights to marriage for everyone. Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> I'm taking my vote back. <laughs> It'd be funny if you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd take my last vote back, too. <laughs> what else you guys pick up on? Joe, what else you, do you listening for? Uh, well, mostly what I picked up on was, like, Aaron Gibbons was, like, not funny at all. But She's supposed to be? I, let's play my clip, too. Let's okay. see how funny. How has your mental health been? Your whole life? Oh, d- uh, depressive. Like, I, I I, didn't have the words for it when I was a teenager, so I just listened to the music that could do that for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Alanis? Uh, oh, Alanis. A lot of rage songs. Isn't that ironic? Shoegazer music. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, you know, Susie Sue. And we're talking, like, uh, Kate Bush. We're talking mm-hmm. the, lo- all the cure. All the cure that anyone the can word. handle, I had it. Shouldn't they have the word the for depression as a teenager? <laughs> you're doing it wrong. How many words do you have to learn after you're a teenager? Hey, first of all, your music sucks. Yeah, it's not. Second good. of all, you really bait and fucking switched me. She goes, oh, all the rage songs. I'm like, oh, she likes rage? That's what I thought, too. Kill yeah. the name of? Let's go. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, this no. girl's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I, I I couldn't name one fucking Kate Bush Headlining song. Headlining Lilith Fair <laughs> this year, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I love the way that clip starts. Yeah. How has your mental health been your entire, your entire life? life? Leading Are the witness. And what's kidding? great is that she had an answer for that. Yeah. Because I would have been like, ah, very? Yeah. I don't know. A uh, roller coaster mean? ride. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. Just like, oh, I've just been depressed the whole fucking time. Like, oh, neat. Well, yeah. I started off very happy when I was a kid, and then I became a teenager, and I got really depressed, and I didn't understand anything. Yeah, and yeah. Then I got yeah. a little bit more secure in my life, and then I figured out the whole world sucks. Okay, that's my whole life. Couple that with terrible music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my- I was, I was really listening to shit music. Yeah, <laughs> my eighth birthday party and my dad dying. Same reaction. <laughs> so the problem that we have here, guys, because it, it is syst- systemic is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. We're just not berating men enough. You know, because I know a lot of very good, decent men who don't go around constantly harassing women. And I thought maybe they just don't know what it is that we're experiencing. And so if they hear enough of my stories and our stories and everyone's stories, they'll wake up to it and step up to the fight and step up to the plate. Yeah, let's bug the shit out of everybody who's actually doing the right thing. That's a great strategy. I don't have enough to do. Yeah, that's going to go really well for (laughs) you. Now I got to go fight injustice. What men are listening to this anyway? None. Because they're repelling them. They're actively repelling men out of their lives, off of their podcast. What the, Their strategy is not going to work. This is a bad plan. We need to tell all the guys who aren't harassing women that there are guys harassing women. they got to do something about it. Why? <laughs> they got to get that potato guy from uh, what's Tom's place <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta, they They'll change some minds. I know just the potato <laughs> simp who could do it for you, ladies. <laughs> All right, so these solutions they're coming up just with just aren't good enough. Sarah Everard was murdered. The police told women in Clapham not to go out on their own. Sabina Nessa was murdered. They handed out 200 attack alarms to local women. Bobby Ann McLeod was murdered. The leader of her city council said women shouldn't be putting themselves in compromising positions. We had a police and crime commissioner saying that Sarah Everard shouldn't have submitted to the false arrest that was used to imprison her and that women needed to be more streetwise. I think people are just trying to give suggestions to help you out and deal with reality. Yeah. It's not like they're saying, like, what do you want to do, ban men? 
Is that is that the solution here? What do you want us to do? We're just gonna change the light bulbs and kill the bugs. Right. Do that. What do you want? Spiders all over your apartment? (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna mow the lawn and take the garbage out. The fuck? These these women, by the way, will never get anyone on their sides because they're just assholes. Yeah. They're just unlikable. Play my my, uh, clip three. I would love to. I wasn't attracted to my boyfriend anymore, and I thought there was something wrong with me. Now, hot tip, we. Wow. We, we should have broke up, but I was like, no, this person's a great person. I should be attracted to them, but I'm not. So I went to this therapist. This is in college. And also the idea that I was like, I'm a college person. I should want to fuck all the time. And I didn't. And I, so I thought there was something chemically wrong with me. So, she, so this doctor put me on Prozac, a very high dosage. And I... <laughs> I remember I used to me. make sandwiches for this guy who lived off of campus who was unhoused. Unhoused. I made sandwiches for him every week, and oh. I stopped when oh, I was cool. on Prozac. Baloney. So but my favorite thing about this is I was unattracted to my boyfriend, and I didn't fuck him. And then I was making sandwiches for a homeless man. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> they broke down the formula for pleasing a man a long, long time ago. And this yeah. is tried and true. Right. Fuck him and make him a sandwich. Right. It's very fucking simple. She give you the just, homeless guy blowjobs yeah, too? Right. You just don't want to get on board with the fucking program, lady. Right. Like, what the fuck? Make a guy a sandwich. She's deliberately not getting the point. No, no. And then, I wasn't attracted to my boyfriend, so I went to see a therapist. Okay, weird. And then that person prescribed me a shit ton of Prozac. Well, there was more to it than that. Yeah. Then was it a Honey. female therapist? Do, do you really the guy therapist ther- be like, you don't think your boyfriend's hot as fuck? Well, then you better take some drugs because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. That whole story. My uh, my clip for uh, piggy gives bags right off that. It, 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 it my brother and I once did that for an unhoused man for several years. And then it was cheese sandwiches he wanted. He would come and clang our gate, and then we would run down and give him cheese sandwiches, my brother especially, because he's a bit older than me, so I wasn't allowed to go downstairs uh, late at night if it was too late. And um, one day he came to us, and he was like, my shelter is being um, moved somewhere else, and so They're can you help me down move my stuff? And we were like, Sure. And my shelter is being moved. It's very windy today. (laughs) (laughs) You guys buy a refrigerator recently or no? Okay. The reason I don't know. I'm not done with this yet. Sorry, I just pausing because I I had a joke. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. And so can you help me move all of my stuff? And we were like, sure. How many coats do you own? Yeah, right. It's on wheels, right? Shopping cart. You'll just shove it to the shelter to find. to get all of his belongings, and there's this one really fucking heavy bag, and we were like, oh, well, what's in this heavy bag? Dead, dead so we looked inside, and there was two years of cheese sandwiches, uh, and we were like, what? what the fuck? What the fuck is this? And he was like, well, I'm just more of a pate man, really. <laughs> It's almost like homeless people deserve to be homeless. <laughs> I can't tell you. I, I work in the inner city, and I can't tell you how many times I've gone out of my way to give food to somebody that was panhandling in front of the sure. store yeah. just to have them not thank you, not want it. They just want the money yeah, and to, so they can do whatever they want with it, whether it's drugs or liquor or buy something that they want to pick out but if you hand somebody a, a tray of chicken fingers and they're just like they don't even 
They don't even thank you for it. Yeah, I mean, so why, what, what am I doing? I'm not homeless, and I know for a fact drugs and alcohol are way better than food. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I'm choosing those seven times I mean, out of seven. Why euthanasia is the solution to the homeless problem is a different topic for a different day. Okay. The real, <laughs> yes. Uh, what I, the reason I pulled that clip, with, though, was I called that Me Too, but Jamila's uh, Me Too movement is very different than what everybody else knows about the Me Too movement. This Me Too movement is, oh, you, you, uh, Help the homeless? Oh, I also help the homeless. Oh, don't, you, you, don't you can't help unhoused yeah. people unhoused. without but I once helped unhoused people as well. Yeah. You're not better than me. That's she was oh I, I, me too. I help the homeless. Yeah. Yeah. She's a mm-hmm. one upper decker. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I have the garbage bag full of cheese sandwiches to prove it. Well they're completely out of touch <laughs> when it comes to that. My clip two, this is class warfare. But we rarely hear the rich and poor. We re- we rarely hear about class and and poverty. That always seems to be a conversation that suddenly they back out of. Hmm. So hmm. who's not talking about? Is this? that right? Yeah. The yes. only thing. Half of L.A. is a fucking tent city. Yeah. Every time I go to work, there's some asshole with shit in his pants asking me for all the change that I have. Sorry about we that. Never by the way. I just, I, there was a vending machine and <laughs> couldn't find a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> to keep bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, but, me. I have my own show. <laughs> but yeah, the, so rich people uh, protect themselves from yeah. poverty and the homeless. Uh, no shit. Yeah, don't That's why you never hear the conversation because right. you're a privileged woman. Yeah, maybe at that fundraiser you go to, where you think you're raising all this money for some charity, and really people are just pocketing all this money that you're donating. Yeah. Maybe that's not helping. Yeah, go to a soup kitchen. Yeah, right, your your five minute commute from Beverly Hills to Beverly Hills, you don't see the homeless problem. <laughs> Shocker. All right, I have some more suggestions from uh, police officers who want to help women. I remember reading about a case in Australia where a young woman was murdered. Um, and the police's response was to tell women to not use headphones when they walk home at night. So, is that the only thing the police did? Did they try to find the guy or anything? They're just like, the only thing they did was like, yeah, don't wear headphones. I don't know what to tell you. I'm pretty sure that was just one of the things the police did after a girl was murdered. Yeah, it's a suggestion. Keep your head on a swivel. I, they, yeah. did, they show up with the yellow tape and, you know quarter off the uh, area and put yeah. chocolate all around the body. Right. That's, I yeah. mean, that's what they do, right? So there's, a lot of, there's a lot going into it. So after this woman, Laura Bates, goes through all of this man-hating nonsense and bullshit and how men are the, are the problem of everything, I love that uh, our friend Jamila says this. I think we're kind of, I think we're kind of on the same page. I 100% agree with you. We're kind of on the same page? I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I, you know what? Is it, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere we, we might be coming from the same place a little bit. I 100% no, agree I, with you. I don't, I can, you can go ahead and play my five if you want. It's, this might be the reason you need a man in your life. When I first moved to LA, I used to cry in traffic. <laughs> like, Wasn't everyone fully... cry in traffic? I feel it like when I look more... around, everyone's either picking their nose crying or trying to eat a full bowl of very milky cereal, which... Tony Michaels is in L.A.? I had no idea. I thought he was in Missouri. It just feels like Why did some, we do like that? a game show. I remember I was backing out of a parking spot at my mailbox store, and someone honked at me, and I just burst into tears. I just, I, I was like, I couldn't handle anything. Grow the fuck up. Really? And these are the people who are dishing out advice nonstop on yeah. how you should live your life and right. what you need to do yeah. and how men need to act. Yeah. And these people can't fucking survive a day. Yeah. The next step after that is, is now holding 
the good guys, quote unquote, accountable to pressure those men because these men can't get away with this without the complicity and the complacency of all voters everywhere. I just like their strategy of we should just be berating people we don't like. In fact, I'm going to run for county executive. And if you don't vote for me, I will come to your house and tell you what an asshole you are (laughs) to your face. It might work. Hang on, Carl. The one you listened to was two British people telling you how America should function. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God. <laughs> well, this is interesting because something happened in the UK recently. I had no idea. It's literally not hysterical to say that rape has been decriminalized in the UK. <laughs> it's, not, it's not hysterical to say that. <laughs> I was hoping for mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird one, isn't it? Yes. So that clip that I played at the beginning about how depressing everything is. Uh, There's a little bit more to this. It is so, so depressing on top of that to see women sometimes don't believe each other. And women participate in not just shaming one another, but also shaming themselves. (laughs) Wait a second. Your book is Women Aren't the Problem. That's the whole thing. We have to fix the system. It's not the women. And they're like, and part of the problem is these women. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If they were successful in banning men, they would immediately go after each other. No one would be left within days. (laughs) That's a a great point right there. Since Mean Girls, I don't think that vag on vag crime has been a big surprise. I mean, that's a very (laughs) common thing. (laughs) Vag on vag crime. I got to like Google that. That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. your porn history search. It's my my keyword search. It's my first. Swear. I want to see the yeah, chalk outline like, of that. We're, we're going to run around and pretend like no woman's ever claimed to be pregnant when she wasn't or claimed they got raped when she wasn't. <laughs> <Britney> Spears. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you, they talking about? Uh, well, this is interesting because there's more statistics that are going in here and talking about how suppressed women are, even when they're young children. We know that the number one magic wish of American teenage girls is to be thinner with all the other things that girls could wish for. Being thinner is not magic. <laughs> all right. A magic wish would be like, Having, uh, I don't know, a dinosaur. Having a pet dinosaur. That'd be like a fun magic wish. Yeah, being a Disney princess with yeah. a tiara. Being that's thinner, everything. you could just like exercise and eat less. Like yeah. that's not, there's no magic involved at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a teenage girl. All right, Carl, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to live in L.A. to vote for the mayor that, of L.A., right? I would okay. imagine. Well, let's fucking, <laughs> why am I listening to a podcast to the whole fucking world about what's going on with the mayor in L.A.? In clip number three, I guess there's a billionaire that's running to be mayor of L.A. Mm-hmm. And they're it's, talking about that. It's, it's scary. And by the way, why? Why do you want to be mayor? Why don't you just be a rich guy? <laughs> I know. Why do you want to listen to people bitch at you about infrastructure and health and wellness? But it would just get in. If I was a rich man. Yeah. <laughs> I, it would just get song. in the way of my whore fucking and jet ski riding. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't run for mayor. <laughs> so we agree on on the roof. Yeah. It's actually quite noble if you're a billionaire to actually want to make changes. Yeah, the world. yeah. But I certainly yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I'm guessing she judges people by uh, how much money they have. Right. Okay. Well, All that's right. always good. Just to follow that up real quick in clip four, this is a 16 year old. What can a 16 year old do about the mayor of LA? Nothing. Let's find out. Yeah. Right. If I'm a 16 year old listening to this episode right now, I'm like, where the fuck do I find out about? Yeah. Where the fuck do I find out about school board? Where the fuck do I find out about mayoral elections and and council stuff? You know, like, where do I, how do I, how how does that 16 year old mobilize themselves and their family at least? 
Okay. A, it's called the fucking internet. The internet. The B, the internet. 16 year olds can't vote. C, when I was 16, all I care about is about getting a cooler car and hiding my boner in public. That's all they fucking care about. Neither happened. They don't, yeah. I, was, I never got any of those 16 things. Year old, I'm like, why is this shit video not downloading quick enough? <laughs> no 16 year old is listening to this podcast. Also, I don't think 16 year olds understand. What we need in a mayoral candidate? They don't give to a run f- a city. What they, they, don't what they, they don't give a fuck. No, it's just like anyone like who encourages viral. young dumb people to vote are assholes. No, you're wasting. It's, your it's time. nonstop. We got to rock the vote. We got to get out and vote. It's like no, they don't know what's going on. Let, let them stay home. It's fine. Right. Not everyone needs to fucking vote all the time. Right. It's too much voting going yeah. on. We, it oh, doesn't and, work anyway. Oh, we, and the, the women vote. Like what's going on around here? <laughs> the results are in. Pikachu won by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. Who gives a Fuck. Yeah, if there was a way to like collect ballots, I'm sure that every 16 year old would be excited about it. All right. I, I think I'm I'm pretty much through all the clips. I got I, one I left. Play. Joe, do you have any left? I got two. All right, let's hear it. Uh my my sixth one is too close to home for me. You know no, somebody hates it, like, mean, do they have... hate their twins? She was <laughs> like, well, they did IVF and she was like, I, if you told me what it was gonna be like, I, I would have gotten rid of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh but at least it's honest. I Listen, I don't want kids because I know how much work they are. I have a friend who's a mother who has like this tab always open with flights to like one way ticket flights to random countries. And she's just always checking the prices and just looking. I love her. The likelihood is she's never going to go. But that tab is always, always open just to give her that sense of relief that, you know what? I could just go to fucking Acapulco. I could just fuck off to Bora Bora right now. Wow, way to accomplish nothing. Yeah, these people are cowards. You're celebrating who are ready this? to run away yeah. from any adversity or responsibility. My hero. At any I have a poster of a Lamborghini in my bedroom. Yes. <laughs> I, I sleep in one. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? I know a woman who fantasizes about doing something cool. Neat. Yeah, that's that's my hero. I wish I could I run away. Don't, I don't think that's a true story. I don't yeah. think so either. It's horseshit. It sounds stupid. One more. All right, uh, then my clip seven. Uh, go ahead. My mom in the seventies couldn't get a fucking credit card. Oh, she couldn't boy. have a credit card. Wild. Here we go. I know. Yeah. There's stuff. There's so much. We've made so much progress. And one of the great things is that, like now, as as people who can reproduce, we can ask ourselves, "Is this what I want?" I don't think that was the case twenty years ago. It was you were kind of demonized if you didn't if you didn't have kids or someone thought that there's something wrong with you i'm missing something first of what all, the fuck was the point of it so first of all your mom couldn't get a credit card in the 70s because she was a fucking loser yeah. that's yeah. why she yeah. couldn't Did get you a ever fucking stop to think it was your mom's fault it's funny because there was another podcast i was on drew and mike and someone said that the women couldn't get credit cards in the 70s or something like that and so they just quickly fact-checked it and that's patently false yeah that's bullshit. not true I, I didn't even have to fact yeah, that it's, it's a lot a lot of women today can't get credit cards <laughs> yeah, they don't right. pay their <laughs> fucking <they're> bills losers <laughs> i i've been a loser i know we smell our own yeah. i know a loser when i right. one. You're in recovery. Uh, (laughs) But then also, women couldn't, they were pressured to have kids uh, 20 years ago. It was 2002. 
Right. All right. I did a soft poll of the two people to two women sitting next to me. Oh, you were uh, 20 years old in 2002. Did you feel like you had to have a family or you were failing? No, I didn't feel that way. Did you feel that way? No, I didn't feel that way. All right. It was 2002. A hundred percent of women did not feel pressured to have kids. You not, heard it here. Never, 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 <laughs> never. Actually, since you brought that up. I do have this clip that I wanted to play. I had uh, Dr. Jackson Katz. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. But I had I him am. on this podcast and he feels very passionately about us not using the terminology violence against women because it's a passive, passive language that means that we're not actually saying who's done it. It's as if, mm -hmm. a, you know, I don't know, a ghost or a raccoon could possibly be <laughs> responsible. And so I'm trying to learn to make sure that I say specifically men's violence against women so that they can stop being excluded from the motherfucking narrative. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree and... Are they saying there are only two genders? Because <laughs> I'm being triggered right now. Well, In that other clip, they're like, people who can reproduce. Like, okay, that, that's safe, but... I'm going to start saying my uh, women's ruining of my weekend. Every time my wife <laughs> yeah, tries to make me do something I don't want to do. <laughs> I, I watch the Bad Girls Club uh, fairly often because I like to watch women in their underwear beat the shit out of each other. I would, yeah. it, it, there's yeah. plenty of women beating the shit out of other women. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I've, I've noticed that, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've heard that? Yeah. yeah. Violence on women. Are we just going to let the ghost and raccoon thing go? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to tell a joke, though. I think so. <laughs> I think that's what that was. Well, now, from now on, when I hear violence against women i'm just gonna imagine a raccoon <laughs> punching a woman in the face ghost holding her back <laughs> all right all right my somebody's illustrate that if glenn j yeah. is listening yeah. Yeah. somebody out there make, make draw that up for us glenn j's latest art by the way is fantastic if you haven't checked out our uh, subreddit Sweet. it's really spot on all right last clip this is when i realized that Jamila and me could not be further apart. I want to learn more to me as like the coolest and sexiest sentence in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Other than would you like a snack? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would have shared your own point. If Jamila was wearing sunglasses and smoking a cigarette and giving me a wet hand job, that's the coolest and sexiest thing I could think of. She just wants a nerd with a fucking granola bar. Right. That, I'm completely out of touch with the left now i i used to think that i was liberal yeah but now i realize that that it's a fucking disease it's the bill maher effect. in california yeah i don't know what's going on out there but they these people are off the reservation well this show actually inspired me guys did so it so i know that you're down on it but i'm actually going to start a podcast where i just talk about the atrocities happening in uganda and we just go over that with special guests every week for yeah. a couple hours. Virtue signaling just to with bum Carl Hamburger. Everybody out. It's just going to be called the Total Bummer Show. And it's just going to be a total bummer. And we're going to cry a lot. You know, probably be in traffic crying. Yeah. And someone tried to merge in front of me today. Yeah. And, yeah. and then there'll be an ad read for chocolates. <laughs> you know, it does cheer me up, though. Well, I don't know where her spice. This is on Earwolf. Earwolf is getting Starbucks and Magnum freaking condoms. Freaking, yeah, Magnum condoms. So that would be amazing. <laughs> 
they're getting a hell of a freaking sponsorship there. I know who's li- there. Can't be people listening to this for real. Who right? is listening? I don't know who is listening That's to this. Insane. It, it, it has to be um, like Dax Shepard, Kristen Bell, like because battered, it's a good place. Battered women. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know who's listening to this? Actually, a potato is Adam Thoreau because he listens to every podcast <laughs> in the world. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. That's right. Cringe of the week. This week comes to us once again from Adam Thoreau, and this is a show called Bottled Up Bitches. And they're talking to their guest, Esther. Now, Esther is a very big woman. And uh, the name of this episode of Bottle of Bitches is called Take More Pussy Picks with Esther. So, sorry about that. Is there anywhere you'd like to be found where people can find you and your business? Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, um, I create art. (laughs) No, I don't. Kind of. I do. <laughs> what a great podcast guest you have! I just even know how to plug what she's doing. Where's all the pussy pictures? I heard. Yes, I don't think you want to see him, Joe. I don't think you want to see him. What I think you do want to do is talk to us about what's going on with Jerry Banfield because I have not been keeping up, and the guy is fascinating. Well, I'm going to take a cue from Vic here and say fuck you, Carl, because okay. the last time you guys talked about Jerry Banfield, you said I should have. A Jerry Banfield bumper music. I gave you the greatest Jerry Banfield song the last time we talked Jerry Banfield. That's my clip one. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> uh, that is great. I'm the, jacked up now. It has, yeah. it has the N word in it too. Um, <laughs> But... <laughs> That's what makes for a good song. <laughs> so, I've lost uh, control. For, for people who don't know Jerry Banfield, my clip two is a reminder. Oh, good. From broke to millionaire, day one. My name's Jerry Banfield, and I've been in debt for 19 years now. My wife and I currently have a net worth of minus several hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going to document the journey from here to all the way having over a million dollars in assets. When's that going to happen? <laughs> so so if, if you've heard us talk about Jerry before, and if you never have, so what we're looking at here is YouTube now has this shorts thing, which is jumping on the reels and yeah. TikTok. There's sure. these short videos. So now Jerry is just a clickbait asshole who just takes the same messages to new platforms. And that's what this is, Perfect. is him just talking about his money again. So when it comes to the last time I was here, Carl was just like, well, Jerry's finances is what makes him very fascinating. Yeah. He doesn't really talk about it. This is it. I'll, 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 spoiler alert, this is just a reminder well, of, well, well, I don't Joe, have anything about his finances. I don't agree with my so opinion from that. I don't agree with my opinion from that anymore now that oh. Jerry is black yeah, yeah. and hangs out with space aliens. Right. Yeah. And I'm not making either of those things up. <laughs> right. So, so he's way more interesting than he used to be. Actually. Right, he's gone so, beyond that. And the last time, the last time I heard you guys talk about Jerry was about him becoming a black man. Sure. And if you're if you're just listening to this, um, we have the video up. Jerry's clearly not black, right? I mean, or, clearly not or, black. He's whiter than I am. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks yeah, like yeah. Michael Jackson a little bit. Right. He has white money behind him, and he's whiter <laughs> than that money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jerry came out as a black man. In February, which is Black History Month, right? right? Like he's just leveraging 
they everybody's just like you're just leveraging the algorithm. Are you saying he's a liar? Yeah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm okay. just saying this is the, the what has been levied against. We're him. saying he's clever. <laughs> uh oh! If I can predict what's going to happen here, I know that but June so, is s- Pride Month. Yeah. Uh oh! What's going to happen? Way ahead of the game. Uh, okay. But anyway, so <laughs> if you think coming out as a black man has no repercussions, clip three. Oh yeah, it's not. It did not go well for him. <laughs> Have you had your videos taken down for policy violations? Me too, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. Quote. And the only solution seems to be to just put my videos out on different platforms because rarely do I get one video taken down on multiple platforms. And there's generally one platform that's extremely sensitive and takes down all kinds of different videos for no obvious reason at all. <laughs> no and obvious reason. And the only thing to do is just keep creating. Go ahead and put up the videos and try and follow the rules as much as possible, but accept even if you've made a clear effort to follow every single rule and you can't possibly imagine why your video would get taken down, <laughs> it still may get taken down anyway. And always appeal when your video gets taken down because I've had on some platforms more than half of my videos that got taken down put back up. Clearly showing that videos that get taken down are often not taken down correctly within the policies. No one told me there was going to be boasting. <laughs> this can't. Possibly yeah. imagine why. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I love that obvious got slipped in there. It's like for some obvious reason, <laughs> and that's Black Jerry talking. So yeah. clip four is why. I mean, point. I am now identifying as a black man and an African American. I no longer wish to be identified as a white man or Caucasian or European Brad descent. That's not who I am anymore. <laughs> and I've been wanting to make that change for a long time. Or a rich man. <laughs> Brad Fields. Brad Fields is all over this. He just said he's black. Share the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the opportunity. I'm sharing this immediately. <laughs> can I point that out the all over it? Can I point out the obvious here? You can't say you're African American. Like that's yeah, literally yeah. like a continent that people are from. Yes. You can't just say, "Oh, now I, I identify as being from this place and I'm not from." Like, well, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, you're not from Africa. No. You might identify as black, but you're you're not from Africa. <laughs> you're not. Unless you say like the cradle of all civilization is. Um, is that where we're going with this? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, but Carl, Carl already, Carl already caught onto this. So yeah. Oh boy. So, but this was back in May. So what happened was when Jerry said, I identify as black, it was February. It was black history month. Yeah. So Jerry's like, Oh, I fucked up. It's black history month. That's how I fucked this up. So last month, Jerry came out with the next clip. Okay. So he's wising up a little bit. He's getting ahead of it. Today. I am coming out with an identification as LB. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, I had to pause it. I just have to tell everyone the visual if they're not watching this. Yeah. He's standing in front of a pride flag. The entire background is a pride flag, and he is naked or topless. Yeah, or it looks something. like he has a severe sunburn. Yeah. LB. I don't even know the acronym properly. LGBTQ, which is lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, or queer, or questioning. Now, my identification as a black man was very disturbing and shocking to some people. That's a cute top. He's, he's, revealing his, he's wearing a pink tube top. Why is he not identifying as a woman? That's the one thing that would make sense in this video. But the L. GBTQ <laughs> identification, right? Especially, I've been wearing tube tops for 
over a year now, I don't think anybody will be really surprised by that, el- Your that wife identification. Might be. <laughs> and I'm dressed up as the fifth element. <laughs> How amazing is this? Jerry, Jerry, oh, Jerry, shit. Jerry. This guy's the best. He's got a solid B cup. Yeah. So I mean, Guys, this is a mental breakdown, right? Uh, no, no. Well, you think he's okay? Well, if you know, should he own guns? If no, should no. this guy own guns? No, 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 no. Can we keep them away from him, please? Yeah, well, he's in Florida, so they're just handing him out at fucking Seven <laughs> yeah, Eleven or whatever. Your gun. He is. Thanks for coming in. Here's your gun. But so what I do know about Jerry, I don't know if you guys know or anything like. He was like molested by a male babysitter when he was very young uh-huh. uh and that may how's the babysitter may doing not have <laughs> be all right? nothing to do with it but so what he came out when he said he's identifying in the lbgtq community he came out as bi right is what he came out well he's married with children he has two kids yeah he is married so being gay would be a problem i right. would think yeah just because you got <laughs> fucked by a guy against your will doesn't mean you're bi yeah. doesn't mean you're not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get to he's been gaming with his wife and and shit like that and let me get through these two clips and then we'll get into that he got deplatformed off of facebook gaming was like the big one for him right so how is he gonna make ends meet that's clip six I thought I was going to be a millionaire. Being demonetized on Facebook has cost me at least $20,000 in the lost earnings over the last two months. I've spent a lot of time and energy being... Bullshit. He's hammered. Bullshit. He's making 10 grand a month on Facebook? Okay. And you could lose money, too. Upset with this and fighting and trying to figure out what to do next. Meanwhile, an opportunity has been effortlessly handed to me and I've paid very little attention to it. This is such a good opportunity that I have almost $10,000 now in GeniusToken.com. Have you guys ever heard of snake oil? (laughs) I have so much snake oil. Go on, I'm listening. Um, And I've done very little to get that. What I'm learning is to let go of the past and focus on doing the best with the opportunities that are in my hands right now. With this in mind, you can expect to see a lot of videos about GeniusToken.com. <laughs> Genius token. Motivational Jerry is my favorite version of yeah. Jerry. Yeah, when he's yeah. telling you how to live your life because oh, it's yeah. like, hey, I, everything I'm doing is fucking wrong and I suck at life yeah. and here's how you could be too. Like, I, what? I got. I went down a, a rabbit hole. I was telling Andy, like, it's just all clippable, right? Like, yeah. you got on his, he, he posts daily, yeah. multiple times daily. The thing that I didn't bring to the table was him showing me how I can save money buying bulk popcorn at Costco for my kids <laughs> and like what he eats every day beans beans yeah I had a <laughs> lot of that. beans and popcorn videos that I did not bring today I'm glad you did yeah we got to get we got a lot to get to but um okay so uh, he got de- deplatformed off of Facebook gaming. Uh, he's uh, investing a genius token now. But uh, will it all work out? Clip seven. I logged in to my Facebook account after being demonetized and removed from the partner program last month when I came out identifying as black. And now my Facebook page, all the monetization features just came back on. <laughs> So he's fine. Spoiler alert. Jerry's going to be all right. Good. I was worried about it for a second there. The other thing, moving on from this, is that Jerry has been 
bringing his wife on to his gaming. You know, oh. all he does, you know, it's my, mostly financial advice or, you know, yeah. what to do when you're deplatformed. Or aliens. Yeah. yeah. But what Jerry really does now is professional gaming, right? Sure. And so, but he's gaming with his wife. Let's play uh, oh, Clip 8. Poor Mrs. Banfield. Stop throwing me! <laughs> Where's all my tube tops? Oh, you won. Good job. Zangief is not pleased. Zangief is not pleased with being thrown. Evan, thank you for the 200 stars. Evan. So that's just a look at Jerry's wife here. Right? There's nothing really remarkable about this clip, but if they're if you... playing Street Fighter, <laughs> Joe, I, I it's guess 2022. Why I, are we playing Street Fighter? What I can tell you about this is that Jerry's never played Street Fighter. If you can fucking believe it. Neither of them like they've ever even heard of this game. No, she Who played was it. watching this? She knew it a little bit. He had no idea. Anything. Oh he was God. like blown away by this game. But, but um moron. So the other thing that I found going through his shit was yeah. a lot of stand-up comedy jokes. And oh. we can get to these or not get to them. But don't the, fucking tease it his and say joke, we're not gonna do it. Well, no, his joke two is required here. So this is his stand-up <laughs> comedy joke two. Okay, good. Guys, does your girl ever ask you, honey, what are you thinking? Can't stand that question. So often in my life, I've been forced to lie out of self-protection, and I've decided no more. From now on, when somebody asks me, what are you thinking? I'm going to tell them the cold, hard truth. Last month, my wife found this out the hard way. I come home from my AA meeting. She's in the kitchen in a great mood. She says, honey, what are you thinking about? And I tell her, I say, I'm thinking it'd be really nice if we move this girl you know really well into our house and both of you be my wife at the same time. Wouldn't that be great? Naturally, she starts cursing me out. You're disgusting. F you. She starts crying. I'm like, what? All I did was tell you the truth. She says, next time, why don't you just give me a more general idea of what you're thinking? And I say, don't worry about next time because you're never going to ask me what I'm thinking again. That's I'm, the punch. Too. I'm never ripping on Tom Myers again. Seriously, <laughs> that's a horror. It's like four setups. Did you do a word count on that joke? <laughs> so even uh, Jake and the Joke Man's like, all right, we got to move things along yeah. here. <laughs> Holy shit! So he says he wants to move a girl, like his wife's friend, who he knows really well, into the yeah, house. I, I heard the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next clip. Next clip. <laughs> who do you think it is? All right, welcome. We got the whole neighborhood. Not the, That's an exaggeration slightly, but do you guys want to introduce yourselves? This is Laura, my wife. You all know her. And... You want to go next? I'm Stephanie Marinak. Hi, I'm Justin Marinak. Wait, you're not in on that one, baby. Oh, sorry. There's a lot of cameras here. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. All right, so we're going to do, do some Mario Kart online. If you're going to swap wives, would you pick somebody that looks just like your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But so Jerry, Jerry is fucking gold alone, right? Like sure. when his mind is left on, to its own devices to just run wild and think insane thoughts, it's great. But... What this kind of T-shirt is his neighbor wearing? Captain America. America. Nerd! <laughs> That's what I thought. So he brings these people in yeah. to game with him live on his live stream. Cool. You think it'd be a good idea, right? No. 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 Well, you're right. Clip eleven. These people are devoid of personality. I apologize to the listeners. So just watching them play Mario Kart. And, and the say nothing. Women. And say nothing. The two women are just 
earnestly playing Mario Kart, trying yeah. to win. Yep. Saying nothing. Right. The woman on the left is the woman who couldn't remember her name. <laughs> her own name. Yeah. And the woman on the right is being held hostage. Yeah. She, and she's supporting Jerry. Yeah. But there was entire life. This is not program void of common That's sense. It. This is not. This is what he's putting out on the internet. This is not program. I want to see these other jokes, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Can we can we That's, play these jokes? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Are so, they shorter than that first one? This one. <laughs> so this is what I think somebody else had a great joke and okay. Jerry took it. And okay. That's the clip. Uh, Nothing wrong with stealing jokes, as 12. we all know. Especially if it's this joke. <laughs> Go ahead, 12. Things that I can say while I'm gaming that I absolutely can't say anywhere else. Oh, Troy. Somebody put me on the registry because I'm fucking these kids. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. That's better than fish sticks. <laughs> God damn it! I'm back in. That's a great. That's a great one. That is a great one. And yeah. I should let uh, Mark and Copy the Carlson know about this guy. We yeah. gotta get this guy booked. Give yeah. him a weekend. All right. Pump yeah, the, enough with all these hacks. Pump, <laughs> pump the brakes. We got three more jokes. Okay. You'll change your mind. Uh, should have saved that one for last. I was gonna say it's pretty good. All right. Let's see if there's something funnier than fucking kids. The year's 1944. I'm in Auschwitz, Poland. I've just got off the train. Jesus. We're going to take a shower. I'm naked. We get in the chamber. I look around. I say, listen up. You know how this is going to end. This is it for us. They can take our lives, but they can't take our spirit. I want all of you to remember one important fact. Asphyxiation can help you have a better orgasm. It can boost the feeling by as much as 30%. I want you all to line up, butt to nut, not to butt. Take some deep breaths, hyperventilate, get that extra oxygen. And when you hear that gas coming in, you hold your breath and you see if you can finish before you die. And I want you to picture the looks on their faces when they walk in and see that we went out Having a blast. These homos really got it done. <laughs> you know, that's not just joke, Jerry. That's motivational, Jerry. Also. Well, it's also saying you learn something, yep. the 30%, you know, if you asphyxiate, yep. you know. I know you this. Every jerk. good joke starts with it's 1944 to concentration. I, in Auschwitz. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm in. What's, what's going on? A great setup. Kind of not a great punchline. <laughs> Uh, everything died. was horrible. We all, <laughs> everything about that joke was nonsense. We died gay fucking. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> there's two more jokes. Jerry, what are you thinking do you right want, now? Do you want to go with the, I don't. There's two more jokes. We can do it. We cannot. You are, you have lost confidence in this whole thing. No, no. <laughs> I'm definitely playing these jokes. Yeah, play them. Definitely am. Last month, I had the bright idea to tell my wife the truth. When she asked me, oh, honey, what oh, are you thinking? Hold on a second. I told her, this is the only guy who's doing sequels to his fucking jokes. <laughs> fucking Unforgiven 2 over here. So, w- wait, let me look here. We had, okay, so that was joke two. This is joke three. Yeah. I think what you'll see here, if anybody's really paying attention, uh-huh. joke four is conspicuously missing. Okay. There's jokes one, two, three, and five. Okay. Four? Gone. Couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. All right. 
Uh, he did. It just wasn't up to snuff. He did with the uh, Holocaust. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He wanted to like fuck other women in his marriage and have gay sex at Auschwitz. So you can bring Something. all this together by saying he fucked Anne Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the kids. Yeah. You got the Holocaust. You got everything. <laughs> Actually, I'm keeping that one. Yeah. <laughs> Last month, I had the bright idea to tell my wife the truth when she asked me, "Honey, what are you thinking?" I told her I was thinking about having a second wife. At the same time as her, that we could all live together in the house. That old guy. And I told her exactly who I thought would be a good candidate for that. Naturally, she cursed me out, cried, ruined the rest of the evening until I apologized. I said, look, I was a bit inconsiderate. Next time, I'll just keep that to myself and give you a more general idea of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I tell my that. viewers this while I'm live. One viewer tries to catch me off guard and make me see it from my wife's point of view. They say, what if she came to you and said that she wanted to move another guy in. And I was really surprised by my first thought. I thought, well, as long as I could do him too, that'd be great. I could do him one night, do her the next night, and we could all meet up together on the third night. Let's go. I mean, there's four more nights in a week, but whatever. <laughs> I don't like how horny Jerry is. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, always, putting, he's yeah. always been disgusting. I don't know if he wrote this joke before he came out as bi, but yeah. it's like not a surprise. I know. I kind of saw that. I want to point out coming. that there was a number to text him at. Yeah. I think people should take him up on that and tell him what a fucking... Dick Waddy is what we I, love. Jim. I love our hero. I, I, I He's do scoring around the clock. I do have <laughs> to tell say, me you want to move in and fuck him. I meant to qualify <laughs> this before. I love Jerry. Yeah, like I, I love everything about Jerry. I agree. So. Jerry, Jerry's a fan favorite. All right, last joke. Last joke. Number five. Do you ever think about sex as soon as you walk into a room full of people? Happens to me I all know the Jerry time. Does. You're not alone. I walk into this AA meeting last month. There's 15 dudes and one hot girl, <laughs> fuck and I all. think. If we all had sex with her, what position would I be in line? And I think eh, maybe somewhere in the middle. You know, there's that'd probably be about right. And then I remember, oh, my wife just gave me head this morning. That'd be pretty selfish if I'm in the middle of the line when some of these dudes haven't got laid in years. I'll go ahead and go to the back. But then I'm thinking, well. What if somebody already had sex twice today? Then I should go in front of them. That puts me at about 14th in line. As I'm picturing myself in this line of dudes, I'm thinking, you know, if I still want to do this when I get to the front of the line, maybe I need to go to a Sexaholics Anonymous meeting right after this. Text Jerry at seven two seven seven zero one. Hey Mark, ne never mind. I don't have a comedian for you. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. That was the end of the joke. Yeah, he's in jail. There's no <laughs> fucking punchline. I mean, you thought these were gonna be real jokes. Yeah. It's a good thing I have nothing better to do with any of my time, so I can listen. to If you're not watching this, by the way, Jerry does think these are jokes. He's labeling them. Stand-up comedy special jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stand-up comedy special jokes. So I just want to say, I think he was just bragging. I think he just wanted to tell me when he got a blowjob that morning, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right? It wasn't even a joke. I would have started doing that with my jokes to oh, start yeah, bragging uh, about shit. Also, next time you see me at an AA meeting, I'm thinking about fucking you. Doesn't matter who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a creep. What an absolute creep this guy anyway, is. Anyway, that's what Jerry's up to. Thank you for catching <laughs> us up on that. And as you guys know... We're doing two shows a week now. That's real. We did a show just this week. 
where we broke down the recent Stuttering John episode where he had Tony Michaels on. That was great. And they talked all about me. Uh, this coming up, we have Croge coming in to do a, a whole recap on Patty Seacups because Patty's been trying to get our attention again lately. So we're going to find out all about what's going on with Patty Seacups. That'll be on Wednesday. We'll be recording that with Crow. So, so this is happening two shows a week. But that doesn't mean that on this show, we're not going to talk about my best bud. So Stuttering John has been out there saying that I'm playing entire episodes behind my paywall of his show or his entire audio book or whatever nonsense he's making up. So Doug from the jingles department Mm -hmm. decided, you know what? If he's going to accuse you of it, Carl, you might as well actually do it. This is an entire Stuttering John episode from start to finish. You're hearing it right here on Who Are These Podcasts. (laughs) You know what? I miss penis. (laughs) How are you, sweetie? Thanks for the ten bucks. Thanks for the ten bucks. Is this guy a freaking moron or what? Very well done. That would, what a great episode that was, too. Yeah. It's a way to listen to it. Let's yep. meet up in LA and get a drink. That's the best way to listen to it because John had a beer on the balcony episode that is copywritten. <laughs> And he had Randy Cantor, who was the producer of Stuttering John's first album. And before he brings Randy on, he has another green screen fail. He's finding ways <laughs> to fail with his green screen I've never even bad. seen before. Watch closely on this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was one thing off of my first album. So his hair is green. His microphone is is half missing. He's got a ghost mic. His hair is green. No, these are all real things, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm I'm curious. All right, let's see what happens. Uh, And uh, that album uh, was... Oh, let me just put that that on then. Well, wait, wait, wait. That that was great behind him. There we go. Looks good. That looks good. There we go. Keep it. Wait, let me see. mean? There we go. I know. Nothing's happening. Nothing happened. There you go. There we go. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Something's not working right here. Yeah. Yeah, you. It's your brain. And then put that there. Let me try this again. Great. Leave this all in. It's great. (laughs) Why shouldn't we give you money? When he said, I'm going to try this again, he meant life. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) He disappeared. (laughs) I love that. That would have been a much better episode to just see that blue sky, the balcony there. All right, so he he introduces his guest. This does not go well. And if you guys remember from the midweek show where he brought on Tony Michaels. That was not a good introduction either. Hey, are you betting man? And Tony Michaels was like, yeah. hey, do you like McDonald's hamburgers? Yeah, so Sorry John's just the best at, at bringing guests onto his show. He's very good buddies with Kevin Cronin Who? from REO Speedwagon. And uh, I got introduced to him by a band called um, Black Eyed Susan, which was the, the uh, singer Dizzy Dean Davidson from um Britney Fox. And Name drop. Randy and I hit it off. So he became he produced both of my albums. Cause. So without further ado, 
here he is, the man, the legend, Randy Cantor. <laughs> Remember that one? Yes, uh, I do, Randy. Yeah. yeah, man, we spent a lot of time on that stuff, but we really did well. So his <laughs> we his audio is atrocious. He's in some yeah. type of hotel room. You can see he's next to the air conditioning unit right there. He's sitting in the little chair. He's got the acoustic guitar that he can barely play. Yeah. He's wearing a 1946 pilot's hat. He's making Mick Mars look super healthy. Yeah. So John has to scold him for having really shitty audio. <laughs> you heard that it was like clipping and stuff right there, right? Yeah. Randy, hold on. Hold on. Your audio sucks. What do you mean? Really? Yeah. How dare he? Don't use the headphones. Oh, well, these have great microphones on them now. Just use a computer. Just use, I'm using like, a fucking iPad, dude. Yeah, just use, like, don't use any mic, headphones, or anything. Holy shit. John's advice to an audio engineer who produced his albums is don't use a mic or headphones or anything. <laughs> we'll fix this problem. Stop using equipment. And then I love when John scolds people. Yeah. For yeah. their tech problems, it's oh. always fun when he fucking gets real. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like the guy who's got it all figured out, obviously. Hold on, I got an idea. Yeah. I bet you this house. He's the audio is guy. That better? Have... What? Is that, is that better now? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. No. Let me go back to the headphones for a second. It's just like, you know, it's like, like every time you talk. Wait, that's how you talk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not you. Well, I'm Philly, dude. You know, it's hard to run. No, but I, you know, but I want you on good audio. How about this? What? <laughs> try losing Colonel Clink's hat. Try taking your hat off. It just, it just keeps on. I don't know what it is, dude. I, you know, that's why iPads stink. It has to be computer. You have to have like good equipment. So John's scolding and telling me he has to get better equipment. Maybe he doesn't know Heather W. Maybe that's why he doesn't have a, a MacBook Pro. John, yeah. go, to, go to five below and get some new headphones. He's so pompous too, with his like, oh, see, this is why I'm, I'm watching boomers with their tech problems. Love, Take off your headphones; that'll fix it. That's, why? A, great, that's a great pause there of him uh, knocking back the ass end of a course. All right, Joe, get ready to feel bad about yourself because John points out the same thing that you've been pointing out. <laughs> okay, now what did you say about my mother? I would say, first of all, what's with the stupid hat and everything? <laughs> oh, I love this hat, dude. It's like from fucking communist China. <laughs> I think cool. the, the answer is what's with your stupid face. Yeah, right? It's really what the answer yeah. should have been to that. <laughs> all right, so then John starts giving out uh, stage direction, which is always going to do for your guest, I think. See, I can't see your face because you're looking down. And then oh, you're I'm sorry. You know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to. Hold on. Take that hat off, will you? No, I can't right now. My hair looks bad. How's that? That guy's done a lot of drugs in his life, it seems like. When I was on Jay Leno, nobody would have ever worn a hat like yeah, that. Yeah, this is very unprofessional. It's not like it was on, on the Jay Leno show. The, the guy's like, my hair doesn't look good. Dude, that's the least of your worries <laughs> yeah. right now. I can't take my hat off. Anybody looks better sitting next to Stuttering John. So yeah. It doesn't matter what you're fine. You're you would think. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so now they get into their album that they put together and how amazing it was. And this is some interesting insight as to why it didn't become uh, such a success that John thinks it probably should have become. Okay. Like they were like saying, this is a really good album. And 
Yes. But what happened was other stations wouldn't play us in other markets because they didn't want to play the shit. You know, the guy from the station that's competing with them. So poor Stuttering John got a record deal because of Howard Stern, yeah. and the record wasn't successful because of Howard Stern. This guy just can't catch a break. And Howard wouldn't even play it. <laughs> the cause of its solutions to yeah. all of our problems, right. Howard Stern. All right. Uh, what else is going on with this? Uh, let's listen to some old men trying to remember things that happened 35 years ago. That's always fun. That's always good for a show. Mm-hmm. I remember the record company, people from Atlantic, they had, a, I guess, a release party in New York, somewhere downstairs of like a... Um, I, it was, was that the... Um, hold on. What the fuck was it? Hold on. Oh, uh, not painful. hard rock. It was a boxing, oh, oh, boxing, oh, boxing, playing people. The Harley Davidson Cafe. All right. Well, we got there. That's good. Very fascinating, guys. <laughs> Let's do more scolding of the guest. Yeah. I always think that's fun. And, yeah. You know, he, he was an English teacher. They're talking about Gene Simmons, by the way. And, yeah. You know, he, he was an English teacher in Israel before he became a... Yeah. You know, you know he wasn't born here. He ain't, know. No, he ain't no American. <laughs> why don't you look at the camera instead of looking down all the time? Oh, I don't know why I'm not looking. I got to figure out a way that'll... <laughs> how about like this? Are you still on Ritalin? <laughs> <laughs> you still have prescription drugs? Are you are you still on Klonopin? Can I have some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I left mine in the kitchen. It's always good to ask personal questions of people and what kind of type of medication they're on. List all of your seizures, the dates, the time. Can I get a dick pill? So then they're talking about Desmond Child, and Desmond Child wrote hit songs for Aerosmith and Bon Jovi. He wrote Live in La Vida Loca. This guy has written some amazing hits. She bangs also. Mm. So they're talking about uh, they're talking about Desmond Barry Child. And yeah, I know, right? <laughs> his first hit was with Kiss, actually. Which, you know, that, that was his first hit, and it was a big hit for them too. And they, they did, he wrote it with Paul because Gene, Gene refused to be one of What was songs. it? Um I was made for loving you, baby. Uh, oh, Randy Cantor. Yeah. <laughs> remember you and I had dinner with Desmond Child. We did? At, yeah, at some point in Manhattan when we were trying to get him to write songs with us. Oh, like he cares. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I I don't think I was, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Do you have any more shitty songs I could get? <laughs> so... John decided to like, ah, oh, we should probably stop talking about this. Obviously, this guy laughed in his face, <laughs> right? Because he's, he's like, remember we went, we met with him for dinner, yeah. and and uh, it didn't work out. This guy doesn't even remember. John, you kind of trailed off at the end. Yeah, what, what, what actually happened? <laughs> this guy wrote almost every Bon Jovi hit. This guy was writing music. This guy was writing music for actual <laughs> artists who were doing things, not for Stuttering John. Obviously, it didn't yeah. work out. They obviously got all his good shit. Yeah. So then Randy shows that the four non-blonde song is the same as Don't Worry, Be Happy. Did you guys know that? (laughs) The the chord progression and the melody. And he's like, just for some reason, the, what is, uh, McFarlane, what's his name? Bobby McFarlane. Bobby McFarlane decided not to sue him. Is it McFarlane? It's whatever. (laughs) Bobby, whatever. Bobby, no fact checking. I know all all about terrible music. So then uh, John starts to show off. And uh, shows us how he can rock out. Oh, Jesus. Starts singing some riffs for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joan Jetty wrote, um, um, 
I hate myself for loving Oh, that was Desmond? Yeah, which was Joan. But what's funny is he that, that song, it's almost like the same song as the Kiss song. It's the same riff. Or whatever. But, but, you know, he wrote Angel. No, and, he wrote Angel by himself pretty much. It's something else. It is something else. <laughs> so, it's not the same at all. It actually is because then Randy picks up the guitar and shows him. No, the, the chord progression is exactly the same on those two songs. Yeah. John, I, I love when he starts rocking out, though. It's one of my favorite things yeah. because <laughs> then they start talking about John's song. And uh, they start both rocking out to those. <laughs> which, which was your riff? That's that was your riff. I just wrote the lyrics. One take. Uh, we put the guitars on together, like first take. What in your take. worm? Yeah, yeah. And, and was, we were just rocking. You know, just <laughs> like the movie said, they were like dumbass rockers, and you and I would just. J- Rock. Rock. I, 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 I think we're killing it. We're killing it. Pinky's up. If only John had written Glory Days, this would be like a perfect <laughs> clip to talk about. That. Now we should both be in rocking chairs. <laughs> yeah, remember we were rocking. We're rocking. Everyone was rocking. It looked like this. We're rocking. <laughs> nice hat. This is how you rock. <laughs> all right. You got that hat. I got the knife that Genghis Khan used to rape all of China with. <laughs> so he's one up. <laughs> he always has to be involved. So John's very proud of himself. That's why he brought this guy on. But he tries to be modest. He tries to have a little modest moment here. And Randy, I think, is brain dead. I I, I don't think anything's working inside that noggin of his. But no, wait, his name, Randy. But you and I were just rocking that song away, and it was like it, it like we didn't. I don't know about you, but I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, I thought that was that song was such a hit. Like you know, like in a, in a lifestyle community, like like with skateboarders and sur- that whole you know that whole vibe. Those people, you know, because that that was re- the real deal. Jeez. That was not fucking fake. You know, um, <laughs> this guy should be his co-host. He makes John seem coherent. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, we wrote it. We didn't think it was going to go anywhere, and it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. And no one's ever heard that song, and nothing happened. I'm really happy you're playing this for me because I always thought that as I got older, I could wear like some skater shit and all black, and I would look cool. And now I <laughs> now I realize yeah. that that's not it's going not to luck. happen. <laughs> not a good look for you. <laughs> All right, this is the and last that hat, hat that right? I have. <laughs> yeah, that, I just need the hat. This turns into just an embarrassing debacle that's going on. So John's asking Randy about his ex-wife, and then Randy's getting distracted by somebody who's in the room. <laughs> With and, a bag of coke. <laughs> yeah. and your ex-wife, wasn't she Michelle as well or no? Wait, say that again? What was your ex-wife's name? Cheryl. What? Cheryl. Cheryl, that's right. So anyway, so yeah, so Michelle just had a beautiful, a really beautiful kid, really, really smart um, with her husband. I was what? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, uh, so Michelle and her No uh, one's there. Yeah, Don't talk about that bitch. Yeah. She's very smart and cute. And how about you? What's with your kids? Yeah, tell me about your ex-wife. I have three, and they're all doing well. Hold on one second. Does this say? I don't know what it says. I hope these things aren't running out of batteries. So, Oscar, so wait, wasn't your kid a skateboarder? 
uh, no, actually, he was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> close, though. Very he close. skated into another gender. <laughs> Ice skating. Uh, they cut off his dick with an ice skate. And like... I think it was the other way around. Right. But I... <laughs> All right, people. Oh, we put on an episode called I Didn't Sign Up for That Shit. <laughs> and he starts off the show answering a guy's question, and he has to call Anthony Cumio racist. But he can't just call him a racist. He has to play segments from the old Opie and Anthony show to prove his point. By the end of the O&A run, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, racial humor anymore. It was, it was just real. It was just real racism that I didn't want to be part of. If a, a criminal is breaking into your house in a home invasion, statistically, it's probably going to be a, a young black male. You don't even know slavery, so shut up. Your father didn't know slavery. Your grandfather didn't know slavery. His father didn't know slavery. So shut the fuck up with slavery. These are examples of racism? I'm a little confused. The first clip there, because he would talk about this quite a bit, are all those home security system commercials mm. where it's always white guys breaking into the suburban oh, yeah, homes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. this is not. It's a white guy in a ski mask. Yeah, yeah, this is not what's going on. And that was... crowbar running away. <laughs> that was the point he was trying to make there. And whatever. So Opie was like, oh, my God, it was so awful. I didn't want to be a part of it. But meanwhile, he's playing it on his show now. He's pulling clay. If it was so bad. And there's plenty more after that. Like, why did you pull all these clips and put it on your your show like right at the beginning if you are so offended by it it's all so terrible so opie's going i didn't want to do that what did you want to do opie oh we can find out because he does it on his show now this is some riveting earlobe talk and then i got something on my ear you know that weird earlobe this is like what's this thing where you can like push it and you got earplugs not that but that other weird little one like right here yeah, right there. What is that? Do you need that part of your body? It's AIDS. <laughs> this guy has nothing to talk about. Yeah. It's ear AIDS. <laughs> it's nothing Can to we talk go back about. to racism? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And uh, it was brought to my attention that the cake stopping video is making the rounds again. Yeah. It's posted up on Reddit. Yeah. People are commenting about it. That again. unhoused man that got yes, his cakes. The unhoused man. <laughs> uh, so. This is Opie addressing that. Hey, Opie, you were on Reddit yesterday for the cake stomp. Good for good for those people. Uh, that thing will never go away. Now it's 15 years old, by the way. The cake stomp is 15 years old. And, and, and my new theme is this. If Andrew, the guy that it happened to, who was a, 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 a friend of the radio show, who we talked to on a regular basis, if that guy had no problem with what happened, then why do you... That's the question. No problem with what happened. You ruined his food. I think he was kind of bummed out about it. Yeah. I don't think he was just like, oh, be good one. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> You're killing it. He wasn't even doing a show at the time. <laughs> just out on the street stopping at this guy's cake. Don't get me wrong. It's a pretty good bit. 
but <laughs> I don't know. That's the way I would defend it. Yeah. He thought it was hilarious when I did that. Bad luck. When I picked him up by his ankles and shook him until his change fell out. Oh, he was howling. It was great. <laughs> Opie's got a new sponsor, and this ad read is bonkers. Handcrafted in a small batch process, most fucking good soap bars contain only seven natural and organic ingredients and start at just $7 each. More importantly, they got some nice smells. I really, really like uh, what I've used so far. Choose from 15 incredible scents, including spearmint and peppermint, ginger and lime, cucumber melon, and of course, the insanely popular Mad Bar with its perfect combination of mahogany and musk. Yeah, that's the one I've been using. Fucking good soap is not responsible for any child support payments you may incur after using. These guys think they're really funny. They're of a company called Fucking Good Soap. Mm. And it's only $7 for a bar of soap. Oh, yeah? <laughs> only? <laughs> Can I give them more money if I want to? <laughs> they didn't say artisanal in the description, so I'm not buying it. He goes, he goes, most of them only have seven ingredients. How many ingredients do you need for soap? <laughs> Isn't it like two or three? To make a bar of soap with? I thought that, soap that was the right. ingredient. It's like why <laughs> yeah, oil, water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't use it on your head, though, because it'll make your hair fall out. <laughs> so uh, good luck to fucking good soap. I hope that this right. uh, collaboration you're doing with the Opster works out for you. Good yeah, luck. We get the Dr. Squatch Star Wars soap after this. That's what... Never mind. Cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Cut that part <laughs> You don't know Dr. Squatch Soap? I don't. Oh, all right. I'm out of it. I apologize. I it's a potential sponsor. I mean, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even answer their emails. Such an asshole. <laughs> all right. This next bit that I want to play is two minutes long, and I was going to pull this in different chunks, but I'm just going to play it, and we can pause it as we go. But this shows a couple of things that Opie's wife is an asshole. <laughs> And that Opie is pussy whipped and a little bitch in this relationship. And he's also an asshole. Oh, fuck the wine store at the top of the hill uh, where I live. I went in there for some uh, Sauvignon. Some Sauvignon. Do you have any Sauvignon? Producer Chris, you're not finding this the way he pronounces it. Well, if he says it seven more times, it might make it me might laugh. It might start to get funny. Okay, I'm enjoying it. From where? I go, uh, New Zealand, I think. He goes, no, I, I don't have it, you know. And then he's talking about France losing half their grapes, so there's not a lot of Sauvignon. Sauvignon. <laughs> So Is he like doing the like, Dane Cook thing where he'll like turn and say it to this half of the audience and then turn the other way yeah. and say it in a funny way <laughs> to this side of the audience? And, and then it's suddenly it's funny because everyone's if, involved. If there's a stand-up that Opie learned a sense of humor from, it's probably Dane Cook. Right. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's a good point. So then he's like, he turns me on to this crappy Italian wine. I'm like, is it a Sauvignon? He's like, no, but if she likes Sauvignon... She'll like this. I'm 80% certain. I look at the guy. I'm like, you've never met my wife, you idiot. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's a, she's a raging cunt. Yeah. If I come home with the wrong thing, she's going to be pissed. Yeah. It's what he's implying right there, yeah. right? <laughs> you yep. can't just say you're 80% certain. I mean, I mean, I'm not stupid. You're a good salesperson. 
you know, if uh, they come in for something and you don't have it, then your whole job is to turn them on to something else. I go, I understand the game. And I said all this, by the way. Oh, <laughs> all right. I thought you were just talking tough after the fact. Yeah. And sometimes people go, there's no way you said all that. I go, yeah. No, who knew I said all this stuff? Carl. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I love that he like is like, I actually said this. I'm like, well, yeah, I believe that. It wasn't that crazy. Yeah, you sound like an idiot. Yeah, right. It's, it's all old, the boxes. You told the guy at the right. liquor store your wife's a cunt. I believe <laughs> that. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, you came in making fun of wine. <laughs> he, he would be mortified. So I bring the Italian wine that kind of um, supposedly is like a Sauvignon. And I got all excited, and we were making some chicken piccata last night. My wife takes a sip of the Italian wine that's supposed to taste like the Sauvignon. I go, what do you think? She goes, I hate it. She was so bummed. I'm like, I'm marching back up there with the bottle of wine. Give it to me. I screwed the top back on again on my electric scooter. Are you guys hearing this? Yeah. yeah. His wife complained about the taste, so he was going to return it. Right. Yeah. He's hopped on his scooter. I put on my rollerblades yeah. and I went up down. White Knight Opie. And I smashed it over that guy's head. Give this guy a, yeah. a bit of my business, peace of my mind, roll up with my electric scooter. I'm ready to march into his uh, stupid store. And it was closed for the night. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ, Opie. What's wrong with you? I'm going to tell you a real story that happened yesterday. I went to a local pizza place, and I walked in, and I bought a soda. And I walked out. It was for my wife. I gave it to her. She's like, this isn't what I want. I walked back in, and I said, can I just exchange this for something else? And yeah. the, the woman behind the counter took it for me, and she looks at it. She's like, did you take a sip out of this? And I'm like, that would be fucking insane. Yeah, right. If I did that, right. You don't and return we, something that you've already opened and used. Right. That's yeah. ridiculous. That would be a dumb so, thing to do. Did you look at her and say, "Do you know how pissed my wife is going to be?" I said, "If you don't exchange this." I said that would be fucking insane. That's what I said <laughs> yeah. to her. And so, yeah, this is ridiculous. What happened to me was ridiculous, and this is also fucking ridiculous. Uh, you gotta love the obster, man. He doesn't even know what he's saying. <laughs> he doesn't even know he's embarrassing himself. <laughs> So this was the clip that I wanted to play last week, and I didn't get to it. I want to thank the person who put in this super chat for the Obster. Settle the debate between me and my friends, Brandon. Uh, best toilet paper, Charmin Tape, Scott's Tape, or W.A. Tape? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'll tell you this much. You know what that you means, Opie. <laughs> he worked in Brandon into that. Oh, my That's God. Wow. I just read that cold. <laughs> Whoops. So then he has to go into like a toilet pepper discussion because he has to pretend he doesn't know what the fuck's yeah, going on. God. So he talks all about the toilet paper he had growing up and what his mom used to buy. I had a lot of ass hair, so I used uh, paper towels. So when you did the wipe, it came out kind of kind of smeary would be the word. Come on. It Jesus, wasn't absorbing dude. nothing. So that guy asking me the TP question, um, I, I'm, I'm out of that discussion because we had terrible toilet paper growing up. But you're a millionaire now. <laughs> Can you answer the question? Yeah, Can we go back to gay sex in Auschwitz? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this show really is a roller coaster ride, isn't it? Uh, so anyway, props. Thank you for getting uh, open to say WATP. Yeah. I'm sure we'll keep that on the yeah, board. That's amazing. Yes, very well done. Let's not forget that Opie is a shock jock. I ever tell you my mom had big boobs? All right.
It was just a non sequitur. Not just, soon enough. I just mean. wanted to talk about. All right. So this next clip. Remind me, guys, the next time we talk to Dr. Steve, I have to ask him about the concept of infinity to see if he has this type of conversation with me like he did with the Elpster. And now we're learning. My friend Dr. Steve actually told me this. He says that the infinity is so great, so expansive, so insanely giant, you can't even wrap your head around it. He's ba- He basically says that, we were talking on the phone, he goes, it is so large and so giant that there is a guy out there somewhere else in the universe that's exactly like you, Ope. And there's a guy in the universe that's exactly like me, Dr. Steve, talking. And they're having the exact conversation we're having right now. That's how giant the universe is. And I'm like, mind blown. Wait a second. Wouldn't it be infinite number of Opies and Dr. Steve's having the that exact conversation with each other? Infinity is not a just, thing. Just one? Yeah. Well, infinity is a thing. Of course No, no. It is. The infinity is yeah. what he said. The infinity, yeah. The infinity. He goes, let me explain to you how infinity works. Somewhere, we're having the same conversation somewhere else. Like, just two of you? What do you mean? Yeah. How does that work? I saw the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, there's a multiverse. There, I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> one... I did text Steve about this. He's like, I don't remember having a conversation with Opie, but I never said the words the infinity. I, I won't admit to ever talking to him. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So here's a question for you guys. Who is laughing? Oh, actually, I can't even ask this because you guys have been cracking up through the whole fucking thing. Jerry Bin. Producer Chris, who is laughing at Opie Radio? Can you can you answer who the person is who's actually laughing at this shit? Um, Benjamin Tucker. Pat Duffy. And why am I walking with a swish? <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes, Jesus. <laughs> the answer is Opie. Uh, <laughs> this is a show by Opie for Opie. Got me. <laughs> by Opie with Opie for Opie. That is what Opie Radio is. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about the very depressing I way, which I still don't understand why it's called that. We talked about Jerry Banfield. Joe gave us a nice update on that. Uh, Stuttering John's beer on the balcony. I played an entire episode (laughs) from Stuttering John. Thanks to Doug. Opie wants to point out all the racist stuff that Anthony just said. Opie and Anthony and how he ruined his show. Mm -hmm. And so you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The This is the part of the show we'll play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week on WATP. <laughs> it was and a we're trip back. of a lifetime. The trip. It was four friends in a car. It was a trip of a lifetime. And we did go so far. It was a trip of a lifetime. We went to Los Angeles, Grand Canyon. The trip of a lifetime. And we ate so some onions, and there was so much fun. Onions, and we ate some onions. Grand onions. Grand. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show called Podcast About List from Adam Goldstein, who sent this in on the Discord, and he said this show is kind of a more out there version of Come Town. I like it, but I'm not sure anybody else would. So he actually put this in as something that he enjoys, and we'll be checking that out. Next week on WTP, don't forget we also have the midweek show talking about Patty Seacups with uh, our friend Crozier. And at this time, I'm going to bring in, I see a review girl is here. 
Mick. Uh oh. She's wearing a Coors, <laughs> Coors Light t shirt. Coors. Looking good, Vic. I can pinky go for up two Coors right now. Vic, the pinky. <laughs> Vic, ah, um, I can't hear you. What's going on over there? Try say, putting on your communist China hat. Say fuck you, Carl, over and over. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Carl. Take off your headphones. I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, while you're troubleshooting that, Vic, I happen to have a brand new edition of To Catch a Dabbler. Now, I don't know how this is possible because I thought Cardiff Electric had retired. Supposed to be the uh, end. Oh, he retired? But somehow, somebody found a lost episode. (laughs) So here we go. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, To Catch a Dabbler. Are you ready to play To Catch a Dabbler? With your old pal, Dr. Steve. People that are using my face, my name, my content for their own monetization, their own usage, if you will. I have been saying for the last two or three months that I have a legal team. And believe it or not, I do. And I'm going after all these fuckheads who decide to pull clips from this show. Which, by the way, you know is copywritten by John Melendez and is not to be disseminated or played in any form without written consent from John Melendez. And I've been saying that, and people don't fucking believe me, so the purge happened. No, we don't. You know, we hired a couple other people. We got Frankie B and Felipe, and, you know, we just, what, what? I think it's pronounced Philippe. Is it Philippe? Not Felipe. I thought thought it's Felipe. And he's already not going to make it because he's upsetting a lot of people. I know. So they started the purge. And it's like I get an email from this guy. Oh, John, why'd you take my video down? You know, it was just the stuttering John's longest stutter. Well, dumbass. What did John say next? All right, Vic, I think that was on my end. Oh my god. <laughs> You're there. Are Sorry you fucking that. kidding me, Carl? Vic, you suck. It's <laughs> all your fault. Yeah. I'm wearing a Coors t shirt for I paid like ten bucks for this. Are yeah. you fucking kidding? Well done. Wow. I know. That's some investment. You now, gotta throw that pinky up when you're drinking wearing that Coors shirt. You're right, it is wine. I have to say that Vic is threatening to not come to our comedy roast in September. Oh, come on. Vic, what do we have to do to get you in Rochester in November, in uh, September? Oh, fucking, I don't even know. If I, uh, if I come, will you... Can we get you dishonorably discharged I, I or something? Com- I don't mean come. Would that free up sometime? Possibly. Just send every single time I've been on WATP to my command, and I will probably be kicked out. Yep. All right. Send me the email. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody heard the setup. Let's find out what our options are. This is a long one. Wow. I know. Jesus. And who knew? John was threatening all this legal action back when Royce was his co-host, so this is going back a few years. Sounded like it was brand new. I know, it could have been last week. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Well, who's who's been less successful at copyright strikes than stuttering John Melendez? He's the worst. Here are your choices. Number one. That stutter belongs to me. No one else. That stutter is my... Who the Dr. fuck's voice is Dr. Dr. Steve. I hate it. I hate it so He's much. collaborating on this. All right. What the fuck? Belongs to me. No one else. That stutter is my bread and butter. 
B, it's taken down because you're using me to promote you. I don't want you to use me to promote you. Next, I might be famous, but it doesn't give you the right to make money off of me and my fame. Number four, you fucked with the wrong guy. I'm being a nice guy right now, but if you push me again, well, you'll see. Lastly, a purge is a purge. It doesn't matter how big of a fan of me you are. You steal from me, you get purged, and that's the purge. <laughs> <laughs> to catch wow. a dabbler. All right, I'm going to go with the one where he's like, I'm a nice guy, but if you do it again. Yep. Is that, me what too. Is that? That was like number four. four. Okay. Whatever I'm, the second last one is. is what I'm that was actually like, the second okay, last one. Vague, vague threat. <laughs> like, yeah. that's one. I, I'm, I'm going to defer to Vic. Uh, I'm going to do the vague threat one. The, the you'll see is very. Okay. I'll go with three. All right. All right. Famous. My Maxwell fame. McNugget says three as well. They started the purge. And it's like I get an email from this guy. Oh, John, why'd you take my video down? You know, it was just the stutter in John's longest stutter. Well, dumbass. It's taken down because you're using me to promote you. Oh, and I don't want yeah. you to use me to promote you. Come here. Come here. Oh, jeez. Oh, fucking mother. <laughs> that old gag. Yeah. Fucking kick your fucking ass. Oh, He's Back to reading from his book. That's all for this week. Come back next week oh. to find out if you are man enough to catch a dabbler. Is there another one next week? Kind of? Number nine. 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 I think I have to play this backwards. Number nine. Number nine. Cardiff is dead. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. So exhausting being a fucking like dealing with this guy. Fucking a. Just listening to him. All right. All right. They always get me with those Beatles references. <laughs> get me every time. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for coming over and doing the show with us today. Anything yeah. you want to promote, my friend? Yeah, I'll be uh, pouring uh, samples of Savagon at the liquor store later. <laughs> All right. So I'm down to the liquor store. Andy's brother, Joe. I'll be uh, helping the unhoused man at the off-ramp Uh some right cheese sandwich. Out. Some cheese sandwiches. Yeah, sandwich. what happened to the sack of some cheese sandwiches? Pat, he likes pate. Yeah, he's a pate guy. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great job, everyone. And now it's time for... With Vic. Vic, you have any new reviews you want to read for us? I do. You you got like four. Nice. Uh, this first one is Andy's Trannies um, by Opie's <laughs> wife's boyfriend, not Bam. Uh, 
He said there once was a trucker named Andy and dr with driving truck, he was handy. With a club in his glove, he showed them no love. And now the truck stop is all out of trannies. <laughs> oh, all right, that's fine, Liverick. Of course, Andy had to get up and walk away yeah. during that. Like an idiot. If a tree falls. Uh, I think it's a five-star, right? If someone's but going up with a Liverick for us. Yeah, nice. Uh, this next one is PSA, don't go to their YouTube. Um, he says, I unfortunately stumbled across this podcast while searching for new barbecue chips and mayo dips. <laughs> this host has a piercing laugh and what I detected to be odd mannerisms. He kept referring to their YouTube channel, so I had to take a look. Little did I know, Carl is a Tom Brady lookalike, which only makes matters worse. Do your <laughs> do yourself a favor and don't listen. Oh, man. Low blow. I think That's... he's saying I'm hot, right? Is it Tom Brady known as being an attractive man? I think he's trying to man? offend you by... He's not hot. Yeah. He's, he's not hot? He's a pedophile. He makes out with his kids. That's true. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. His kid thinks he's hot. <laughs> it's five stars. Is his kid hot? That's <laughs> a five star. Yeah, it's a five star, I would say. It is a five star. Thank you very much, sir or madam. Uh, this next one is Cardiff Will Save the Day by Mike Bott. Uh, he said, somehow a show hosted by a guy that has the feet of Eric the Actor the wit of Greg Hughes, and based on his teeth, the world's most punchable mouth, <laughs> will receive five stars in the history books. However, this is because they will only cover Kevin's fourth format when he changes the show to What Are These Podcasts? The launching pad of the great Cardiff Electric. Don't listen, <clears throat> don't listen until that happens. Show currently stinks. All right. Guys, you got to keep these uh, shorter because Vic is struggling to read these long ones. There's a lot going on there. I would say that's also a five-star review. Are we three for three so far? Three for three. Wow. Thank you, uh, everybody. <laughs> and then this fourth and last one said, bad, LOL. He said, these people have no idea what they're talking about. Um, I, that's five, it? That sounds like a one-star. Yeah. Two. It is a one-star. Damn it. <laughs> there are times that we have no idea what we're talking about, so I can't. I thought can't it was really an complain. old reference. Can't really complain no. about that one. Vic, I have a voicemail for you. That's exciting. So I don't know if you know this, but one of the videos I put together recently for YouTube, we were talking about uh, you, specifically getting booed at yeah. this live show in Nashville. And so I decided in the video to pop on a photo of you as people would know as a reference what we're talking about. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the one where you're wearing like the cow pajama thing <sighs> yeah. with, with the bra. Okay. And uh, so this person has a comment. I guess it's the first time they saw what you look like. Hey, this is Blanco, the drug dealer, bro. And I just saw that fucking Vic bikini cow fucking pajama picture, bro. And, like, y'all were hyping up this fucking bitch's tits way too much, bro. Like, yeah, they're like some average D-cubs, bro. Like, they're, like, a little bit better than fucking... The average woman, but the way y'all are describing it, bro, I thought it'd be like some GH, some heavy fucking slanging, neck nipper knoppers. I don't fucking know, bro. But these are not that impressive, to be honest. Well, Call me back. Well, We're bored, bro. That guy's getting laid all the time, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't yeah. know, like nine out of ten drug dealers I've had all tried to fuck me. Uh, I guess he's the tenth one. I'll I guess so. That. Yep. You can't please all the drug dealers all the time, bro. A lot of people that listen to this show, bro, don't listen, see a lot of titties, bro. Okay. <laughs> no. Toonskin says that's a Rochester ten, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
I do want to point out, because I always defend our review girl's breasts. You know that about me. I want to point out that the cow bikini photo, which I didn't post on there, is a much better representation of what's going on. In order to see that, you have to go on our Patreon. Yeah, the wet t-shirt. The wet t-shirts are good, too. Uh, yeah, if you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he should be making enough money to buy the Patreon. I guess he's a broke drug dealer. Seriously. Show him right now, Vic. No. Come on, Vic. I, obviously, people aren't believing the hype. Prove so. it. Prove it. <laughs> he was right, though. They are Dump deep. your wine on your shirt right now. <laughs> I, I'm drinking the rest of the bottle right now. All right, all right. I'll dump mine on my shirt. <laughs> I'll dump my beer on <laughs> It's not a, a. It's not bird shit. You don't want it on your shirt. <laughs> Do we talk about that on the show? No. Uh, we didn't, yeah, we didn't we're about to right now. We haven't really recounted too much of the Nashville trip. But. So Sunday after the live shows, uh, you weren't with us, Vic. You had a very hungover Vic had to travel back <laughs> yeah. home. Yeah. But uh, Casey was with us and all the people who are a part of the show. And we go down to Broadway in Nashville. We're going to go on this long tour. And we got some shit going on. Andy immediately gets shit out by a bird. And it was not normal bird shit. <laughs> yeah, it was this, big bird. This, this bird was eating tacos. <laughs> yeah, it was like five colors. And yeah. all, all, I was down my arm and all over in my hair. And, so, like, I immediately, I just, like, it's tear. the funniest my, thing you ever did. Yeah. <laughs> so I just tear my shirt off and, like, wipe, wipe my arm arm off and like my shirt is like just in the garbage and um before we left the airbnb two people may or may not have decided to do psychedelic drugs yeah and they might come up in the story yeah allegedly so i give my debit card to Vinny. yep and i say Vinny, go buy me a shirt Andy decided to turn it into a bit, which I got to give Andy props yes. for this because this was the beginning of the day and we're going to be out all day doing shit, going all over the place. And Andy's thought was, go buy me a ridiculous shirt to wear all day. And Vinny's like, okay. He was so excited to do it. So he got you a pink tank top yeah. that said Nash Y'all. Nash Y'all. And the best part was after you put it on, a woman walked down the street wearing the exact same like, <laughs> 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 so. I'm looking for the fucking shirt here. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll post it online. <laughs> All right. This is from Devin from Michigan calling in. Hey Carl, it's uh, it's Devin from uh, whatever Michigan. Who cares? <laughs> Come to Detroit. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to say uh, I really hate you for making me listen to the Drone Mike show every day. Uh, you're you're the reason why I hate boomers. But uh, keep putting out an awesome show. Uh, nobody else does what you do. Um, also, uh, bring back bring back Pat Oates. And also, uh, start a GoFundMe to bring back Blind Mike's vision so he can see that he's too good to be on your podcast. <laughs> All right. Thank oh. you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> Has anyone ever called into this show sober? Has that ever happened no. once? <laughs> nope. Oh, now that I'm wasted, let's call Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's how I do it. I got drunk before I came here, so. All right. Uh, this is a problem. This is turning into a trend that I'm not enjoying. Tucker Dixon? Are you fucking kidding me? Tucker fucking Dixon? I don't even know what to think anymore. Jennifer Jingles Hamburger. I, I thought we had something fucking special. But I... <laughs> I guess not. Well, tell Carl, tell Carl to call me back. That this is more not s- Jen's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it's the creep-off's phone number. She's got her own burner. 
<laughs> she does. Yeah. <laughs> you know about this too? Oh, do you want the number? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. Hey, Carl, your old pal Jerry from San Diego. You're talking about getting uh, Tony Michaels on your show. That would be a real coup. It would be great if you could get uh, Tony on. I'm sure he would love to goof on John. And by getting Tony on, it might even open the floodgates for some of John's other so-called friends to come on your show to betray John with uh, goofing on him. Somebody like Steve Grillo, Monique, Hal Sparks, uh, and even John's best friend, Scott the Engineer. Boy, I bet they'd love to unload on John. If you could open those floodgates with Tony Michaels, that would be fantastico, as they say in San Diego. What am I, I listening it. to? <laughs> Just like a list of awful suggestions. <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't produce the show over here, Gary from San Diego. Yeah, you just—you guys reminded me of something. So Southering John tweeted recently that I actually cheated on my wife first, and that's why she's now cheating on me. Yeah, he's having a lot of fun with us, <laughs> which is fun. It's cool. Uh, who else is called in here? Let's see. Hey, so you know when you're driving and even though your gas gauge is at empty, you always know there's a little reserve there and you have a little bit more to go before you got to fill up. Well, listen, let me tell you, if you think your respect level for Patrick Michael is at empty, listen to this week's episode where he talks about discovering Fortnite and what a great game it is. And you'll find there was a little bit more respect there still to lose. Try <laughs> Call me back. We will check that out on uh, our midweek show yeah, for yeah. sure. Good Thank segue. you. No, no worries <laughs> on that one. Um, this is interesting. We've had celebrities call into the show before. Barack Obama, obviously. Yeah. But we've had, you know, Michael Rappaport calls in. A lot of celebrity listeners. The drummer from Def Leppard, if I had known that he was listening, <laughs> it wouldn't have gone so, it would have been so hard on him. Hey, Carl, this is Rick Allen. The drummer from Jeff Leppard. I'm Jamaica? just calling to say, fuck Tom and fuck you. Pyromania is a bloody brilliant album. I listen to it all the time and think, oh God, I miss me arm. <laughs> it's Irie. <laughs> Sorry about that. Fuck. Didn't mean to goof out of your best album like that. My bad. <laughs> This is kind of an interesting call. So this is a person who lives out in San Fran. And uh, I'll admit it, I ride my bike around the city, but I have earbuds in. So whatever I'm listening to, I'm not making other people listen to it. Well, this guy doesn't do that. Carl, thought you might want to know, I have a bike and I ride it and I have a Bluetooth speaker. And usually I just blast music and podcasts on my Bluetooth speaker as I'm riding through the city. And uh, I, I just thought you might want to imagine your, your voice echoing through the streets of San Francisco, California, talking about fingering dead babies on the creep-off. <laughs> it's fucking great. I love it. it. It's the highlight of my week when I get the chance to do that. Um, seeing everybody's heads turn something that uh, I, I'll never get to know because I'm not a hot chick, but uh, once a week I get to see people's heads turn thanks to you and your lovely voice and your club feet. 
Nikia. I don't remember talking about fingering dead babies. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I would say. Uh, somebody photoshopped my head on your body in the cow bikini, Vic, oh, in the yeah, Discord. Finally. Yeah. And people are saying we probably should not reproduce together. It's not <laughs> a nightmare that it's I had once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how is that not a consequence on the Wheel of Consequences? Wear the cow bikini. Reenact Vic's <laughs> photo shoot. <laughs> I don't know why you would bring that up for yourself. Oh, my God. If you lost that, you should, like, hang your dick out one side and your balls out the other side. All right, Andy, you're the director. It's an action. It's an utter. You just want yourself a job, my friend. That's the real consequence. Now milk it. And then Vic can start a Patreon, and I'll put it up on there. That's good. Yeah. You probably get a lot of money for that. <laughs> hey Carl, this is Rip Off Van Winkle calling you directly from the time machine. I got a message from the future and the past. Back in July 24th, 2019, episode 164, Shane Cast, at eight minutes, Crozer asks, Will Patrick Michael be reviewing Mountain Dew flavors? Two and a half years later, January 13, 2022, Patrick Michael released an episode of 60-Minute Reviews telling us Mountain Dew Raspberry Lemon is awesome. Please tell Crozier to use his powers of foresight for good, and don't call me back. That is a pretty good prediction from Croge, although I think we all... <laughs> Probably could have seen that one coming. Yeah, yeah. As Adam Carolla says, Mountain Dew is the nectar of the tard. Yeah. What's he gonna review next? Uh, beef with Slim Jim fucking flavors or whatever. That's my are, you, are you trying to be uh, Nostradamus? As over long here? as he can afford it. I'm so Cro- Crozadamus. <laughs> yeah, Slim Jims are expensive. Maybe yeah. like an off-brand yeah. beef jerky. <laughs> All right, one more call. This comes in from uh, our friend of the show. Oh, my God, Carl. It's the Bukaki Queen. I would like to address some rumors on Reddit. First of all, Karoj is not dead. Want to know how I know, Carl? Because Sarin John said that Jenny Jingles is cheating on you. And if she was, it would obviously be with Crows. And then Crows would be dead. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure I follow that logic. Yeah. <laughs> she knows because uh, she's not into necrophilia. That's how she knows Crows is dead. I see. All right. Well, this has been uh, something. Something. Yeah. I was here. I a remember mess. that. Vic, thank you so much for coming on and reading reviews. Of course. Always lovely to see you. Are you being uh, deployed at some point? Uh, yeah, in like the next year, but the date isn't set yet. Oh, okay. So I don't. Yeah. I've never actually met or talked to Vic before, so I have a question. Oh, yeah. Have you received or participated in a Code Red? <laughs> Talking about Mountain Dew still? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you drank a Mountain Dew Code Red? <laughs> Not yet, no. Yeah. You haven't beat the shit out of somebody with a bar of soap? Yeah. 
She's she's no, trying I to just... get them to uh, deploy her right around the creep off roast. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm picking up too. That's what it seems like. I I need her roast stylings. To I'd be rather there. I'd rather yes. go to Kuwait than roast Vinny. Yeah, who else is gonna <laughs> drop a full drink at the roast, huh? <laughs> You'd rather go to Kuwait than roast Vinny. I mean, it seems like an easy job. Yeah, I don't think Vinny and I could fit in the same room with yeah. how big he's so, so The roast has begun. <laughs> <laughs> I got thirteen jokes comparing their boobs. <laughs> Yeah, Only we need 13? you. Yeah, well, I'm still writing. <laughs> we got a few months. Vinny, I'd ask you to put on a cow bikini, but you're already you've been wearing it for. <laughs> Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Okay, folks. Guess what? For once, Obi's the right. episode's <laughs> over. Are we done here? I think we are. That was a great episode. That was really great. I gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Vic. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye Vic.